Colts in crisis. Is Jonathan Taylor moving on? There's no better way to get better at football than playing football. So if you want to... Taylor's going to finish it! I've always been confident in my abilities. I think, you know, I'm a guy that can go out there and I always believe in myself that I'm going to get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third. Right. End zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts cast. We are here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts cast. Guys, breaking news. Jonathan Taylor has requested a trade from the Indianapolis Colts, according to Ian Rappaport. This happened after the meeting on the bus with Jim Ursay. Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on in Indianapolis? Let's waste no time and get right into it, Jamal. I I, I need some details, yeah, like because I was drinking last night, drinking my <laughs> sorrows away. I didn't think this it would come to this. What what's going on, man? We're we're, we're going to break it down, but before we do, let's let's just go ahead and get the the hard work out the way real quick with, uh, for our sponsor, Manscaped. Baseball's back, and I know everyone wants to hit a home run, but you can't do that without uh, with your untrimmed bush starting to look like Wrigley Field. Get your game on point with Manscaped, and you can start scoring on and off the field with their top-notch grooming products trusted by 8 million men worldwide. Grab some Cracker Jacks, a hot dog, and the Lawnmower 4.0, and let's play ball. Don't forget to use code ColtsCast for 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Guys, this thing is next level. Use it all the time. You need to get one. Like yesterday, you need to get one. Manscaped has the full package for your package this season. The Performance Package 4.0 checks every box, and it's the five-star tool you've been searching uh, for your balls club. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is getting hyped as the Mike Trout of trimmers. And after using that, my confidence level is sky high. In and out quickly to get the job done in just a few minutes. Something Rob Manfred can't say anything about. Going up to the plate against Jacob DeGrom is tough enough. Dehair your nostrils with the Weed Whacker 2.0 from Manscaped so you can take so you can take your best shot at it. Clean up below the waist in 2023 with the best lineup for Manscaped. Trim your bat and balls with Manscaped to get into the MVP discussion this season. Most valuable player, of course, with the code ColtsCast for 20% off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code ColtsCast at Manscaped.com. Eric, Eric, Eric. Dude, I don't know. It's It was so crazy because we all knew as Colts fans, it is, it's never a dull moment. You know, for this team to never have like, dramatic players or all this you know we don't have the Tyreek Hills or the or 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 the Dalvin Cooks like these guys who to me in my opinion just like when you see their name pop up you're like of course this person is complaining about something like this is happening (laughs) but the Colts always find a way to make their news with some drama whether that be Carson Wentz whether that be Matt Ryan now we're looking at our arguably our best player Jonathan Taylor now asking for a trade demanding requesting a trade however you want to slice it after a meeting we thought was going to go well on that bus with Jim Mercy. so when I think about this Eric we just got to take a step back to earlier during the offseason um where this Jonathan Taylor direct quote when he was doing his interview uh one of the first media day interviews he said and this is a direct quote it wouldn't be a distraction uh, and just for context guys this is about the contract it wouldn't be a distraction for me if I don't get the extension before the season. I'm on a contract here for four years. I put the pen to the paper, so that's where I'm at right now. I made an obligation to them, and they made an obligation to me, but things will happen naturally. 
like I said, it's not until you actually get into the situation where you're like, oh, let's see how do you handle the situation because you always see it, but you never know. Uh, what do you what do you think? Oh, what do these guys actually go through? I'm like, what is that as a typo there? So anyway, so that was a direct quote from Jonathan Taylor going into everything that was going to be this contract season for him. You know, he said, I'm not worried about the contract right now. I don't care about that. I signed my name on that paper. I know I got to put in four years of work. Life was great. Fast forward, what, three months later? Life is not great anymore. Life is pitiful. It's pathetic. It's sad because Jonathan Taylor no longer wants to be an Indianapolis Colt. And I think that, I mean, obviously we've seen how much is going on with all these other running backs right now, and it's just been kind of a mess. These guys, and I can't speak on behalf of any of these other running backs and their teams just because I'm not, you know, I'm not too familiar with everything that's going on with their case. But Jonathan Taylor, on the other hand, it's just a crappy situation because JT, we know what JT has done for this team, guys. We we, we can't forget what that 2021 season is or was. Um, we know he had some trouble his rookie season, but that 2021 season was a breakout. 2022, obviously, injuries riddled him. But it wasn't just him. It was a whole entire team effort that sucked. Um, so it, I'm, like, super on the fence with both sides of it. Like, you can play good guy, bad guy for Ursay or Taylor at this point because both parties, I feel like, have – gotten to a childish point um and it's hard to it's hard to pick a, a definitive side without knowing every single detail to what's going on jt i think has to take a step back and, and go to exactly what he said at the beginning of the season that or at the offseason that you know he he has agreed to this four-year deal and the colts have to also remember the fact that jt has done a lot for them over this past couple of years um even in a market where where we say, or in a time where we say the running back position isn't as important because we don't have a Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. We don't have the offensive line that the Eagles had. So to sit here and say that a running back isn't super important to us at this point, I think that's kind of a, that's kind of a unfair thing to say. Um, but I think it's just a really big mess, Eric. I mean, I, I want you to weigh in on it. You, and I mean, you can take either side of you want or just kind of give me your full breakdown. But I, I think that it's going to, going to continue to to get ugly i mean jim ursay already said that we're not trading him um you know i'm going to get fined so eventually he's going to get on the field and play i would assume i don't think him losing money uh is going to help his situation out but it also won't help him out i think from another perspective where he's not on the field playing because you don't want to lose that game that game speed that and you want to show other teams that even though you are coming off this ankle injury you're still a valuable player to them if you truly are wanting to get out of here and get traded but talk to talk dog yeah, Jim Mercer also said no one treats players as well as this franchise. So mm. let's see if that actually comes to fruition. But really, you know, that was shocking news last night. I, even before that, I heard that Jonathan Taylor's reportedly not been offered any contract extensions. Mm -hmm. That was like a few days before, maybe a week before. I think that was a few days before this news dropped, but. I thought that was even crazy. I mean, the guy put up a record year in 2021 and, you know, I, I just, I, I can see how they haven't come to an agreement, but not to, to even get an offer. I can see why he he's a little, you know, fired up about this. Um, and then, you know, the running back position, it's, it looks like it's just at a point of no return. We just saw Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott get cut. Saquon Barkley said he was going to hold out. 
then signed a one-year deal that is basically identical to the franchise tag deal, just with the little incentives and stuff like that. So that begs the question, will Jonathan Taylor ever get a long-term deal? It just seems unlikely at this point, um, especially after he's requesting a trade. Just looks like it's a downward trend for running backs these days. Um, like, who's going to pay Jonathan Taylor if not us? Because like I said, those guys I just talked about, Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott, still free agents. Still free agents. Is JT a slightly more appealing option? Yeah. But Taylor also wants a big contract. His agent has been walling on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, who who is going to give him that contract he wants? Plus, you know, if a team did trade for him right now, traded for his contract, I mean, they get him for a one-year rental, one-year deal. Then they have to find a way to give him that contract he still wants, or they wasted picks or players or whatever they traded to us to acquire him. And... I mean, let's just let's just dive into some running back history and why it's been so devalued. Like Isaiah Pacheco, he was a seventh round pick in 2022. He has a Super Bowl ring. He has a Super Bowl ring. It also took him a while to become that man out the backfield. You know, he didn't start day one. So that begs another question of why would any team pay millions of dollars for a veteran back when you can just draft a rookie? Every few years for good production on a significantly affordable deal. Like, what's Pacheco making? It's it's probably less than a million a year. It just makes sense from a business standpoint. Yet, it's still wrong, in my opinion. It's still wrong, but from a business standpoint, it works. These guys have to get hit on almost every single touch they get. And I hate that the running back market is like that. But look, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it as straight as possible. It is what it is, you know. Uh, Zico Elliott's second contract did not have a high return on investment. I think Derrick Henry is probably the only back I can think of who's, you know, kept with stable production on his second contract. I I can't think of another right now. I mean, maybe Frank Gore, but <laughs> we're talking about two running backs in, in the past century. I I, I don't know. Uh, just, you know, they're anomalies to me. So here's another example, Jamal. This, this will relate to all Colts nation. Edron James left the Indianapolis Colts all time leading rusher. He wanted to get paid. He wanted to get paid. They didn't want to pay him. He leaves. Guess what happens the next year? What happened the next year, Jamal? Won the Super Bowl. We won the Super Bowl without Edron James, the all time leading Colts rusher. So, like, there's just evidence that there's facts that, you know, you don't really need to pay a top dollar running back. And now I'm going to jump to the other fence. You know, maybe we need something to change in the NFL. You know, we need a generational running back to kind of reset the market. I don't know if Taylor is that kind of product. In the modern NBA, you need people who can stretch the floor. Steph Curry changed the game. Three-pointers are a must now. You didn't see that before he got in. People were still taking the mid-range jump shots, things like that. Getting guys like Shaquille O'Neal, Yao Ming. They they wanted people who were dominant in the paint. But wait, just this year, guy by the name of Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship. Big man. The big man dominated, and he should have won MVP. Uh, you know, for the regular season. 
but he might be the turning point and where owners and coaches and the front staff say, wait, hey, guys, wait a minute. Let's try to find a guy like that, a big man that can change the game. You know, enter Victor Wimbayama. You know, a, a, a guy who's going to – he's a generational talent. He's got the length. He can do everything. Like, we're going to see what he's about. Decent analogy, right? We need someone at running back who's going to alter that position where we reset the market. That's what I think, if it's even possible. You know, maybe be John Robinson. You know, they, they, they're talking about him like he's he's one of the best running back prospects ever. I don't know. It's probably unlikely, but I, I think that's what needs to happen. You need somebody who can who can do that to the market. So, Jamal, I mean, last thing I'll say is, you know, the ugly truth is the Colts don't have to pay him. Yeah. It sucks. They, they don't have to trade him. Mm-hmm. And I they mean, don't have you, to. Yeah, and you would say JT doesn't really have a leg to stand on, right? Shoot, they could – they could tag him next year, and, and mm-hmm. he got to play, or or he becomes a free agent. Yeah, and and I mean that's you can't. I mean that's what you that breakdown was phenomenal. It's exactly what you try to encompass whenever you think of this entire situation. Like you said, he has zero zero legs to stand on this one. His back is against the wall. Doesn't help that he has a, a wild uh, agent going ham on Twitter every all day. So that doesn't help the situation out either. I I, I think that is it, it will continue to get messy. Um, I think that somebody like JT, the, the the biggest issue is I don't know. Like I think about it when I think of how when we're asked about JT during the offseason about what he can do or how excited are you know as a team for him or we're gonna pay him because he's on a contract. You know, Balor. You know, this is a partial quote, but Balor basically said, you know, when a player special, you pay, you pay him. Whatever the case is, you pay him, you pay him. So he is special. You, yeah. And so you put up a facade that all this time that we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and pay JT. We're gonna go ahead and get this contract done. We fast forward a couple months, and of course, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know, we can only go by a quick four-minute media conversation. That doesn't take into account daily talks that these guys have. But all of a sudden we're like, uh, ah, you know, I I think we I think we can kind of figure something out. Um with somebody else, I mean, Steichen seemed to be excited about um, being able to have Jonathan Taylor back there in the backfield at the beginning. But see, that's the thing. In Shane Steichen's system, they they use multiple running backs. Oh I yeah, I know. Him, I bet you he is not losing sleep. No, 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 no. I, I I seriously doubt he is, and I think that's the main reason why. Like you said, it's it's coming to that point where it's like, well, we don't truly need him when we have because we saw last season what happened. When we had multiple backs back there, even with that bland chicken offense we are still able to do a little bit of something so i i fully agree we don't have to have a workhorse back there anymore um i think that it'll be great to have that combination but it is not truly a necessity you you are yeah it's you know bell cow running backs they're they're getting you know fairly limited nowadays you know a lot of people are using the committee approach and and usually it works um but you know, I'm I'm not trying to kill Jonathan Taylor. I know his worth. I know he's he's our most elite weapon. Like he oh, he's yeah. the most elite weapon on the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but from a, a value perspective, when it comes from the running back position, you know, Zach Moss, like we talked about it last year, and the man was 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 grinding. He was bruising through 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 the 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 second level stuff like that. He was getting like five yards to carry some games. Mm-hmm. So I think the news sucks. But you know we. I'll even jump on JT's side. We we do kind of need him for Anthony Richardson's development. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because we saw those RPOs and read options already in training camp. 
and how nice they look and how refreshing it is to see that type of offense that we haven't seen ever in Indianapolis or for a long time, at least. So it's not going to be optimal without Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, I think we need him in that situation, but you know, will the Indianapolis Colts survive? I, I think they will. I, I would like to have JT here, but you know, that there's an understanding now that no running back is getting more than like, I mean, they're not even getting long-term deals, but I mean, Saquon Barkley is at what? 10, 10 point something million a year. There's not a lot of running backs that get paid more than him as well. You got like Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, and maybe Aaron Jones. I know Christian McCaffrey makes, makes a lot of money. Um, but ever since, you know, Kyle Shanahan just started plugging and playing running backs every single different year, just any running back and making it work in that system where, you know, they're getting a hundred yards rushing a game. I don't know. The running back position has kind of changed. It's just, you know, that that's why you need someone who can, who can reset that market, who can change the direction of that position. In my opinion, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but, I know it's a QB driven league and I, I don't know if Jonathan T Taylor's uh, days are numbered, but I don't know what else he's, he can't just sit out. He's going to lose money. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't put food on the table. Like I don't know, Jamal. It, this is a crazy situation. It's a, yeah. unfavorable for the Colts in general, but you know, I, I just don't see how he, I don't see how he has leverage here. It, it, he doesn't. And, you know, I think the worst thing about all this is the fact that in the event that we are, you know, which I know 99.9% won't happen. But if we were to say, OK, fine, here's your four year X amount deal, whatever, you know, whatever contract we can negotiate at this point. I mean, and then you can call it a front if you want to. But the facial expressions he had during training camp yesterday, plus demanding that it wanted to be traded now. Like, is it worth it? Like, I mean, how can you turn if you truly have grown an ill will towards someone? How can the money all of a sudden make you say, all right, I'm back in this like I never left? Like, I, I don't think it works <laughs> like that. I don't think it does. Oh, you well, know? what if they did just, you know, sign him to 15 mil like today? Four-year yeah. deal. I think he'd be happy. I think he'd be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think. And I think the other thing is, too, is like just uh, like Ursay. Ursay. I don't really know. I don't really know how to address that portion. But I just feel like with Ursay. Like he he says what he says, whether or not I mean, he dodged the question when people were asking kind of what truly happened in there. He didn't really answer the question. But I think with Ursay, the hard thing with him is like it's a pride thing for him. I think just as much as it's a pride thing for for JT's agent where I mean, Ursay is 100 percent right. We see every time something goes on in Indianapolis, Edrin is back here. Edge is here, you know, all this other stuff. So he's right when he says that the Colts take care of their 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 you know vets and their players and all that kind of stuff but also don't know how many colts are leaving on a bad on a bad foot you know that's a completely different ball game you know so yeah, I, I no i i agree with that because i'm pretty sure they sent edrin james a super bowl ring yeah exactly even after he left the team I exactly mean, that's, I mean, that's respectable it is respectable i i and it just makes me nervous that i think that with everything with jt i mean i don't know i feel like they kind of and again i i'm just talking just talking but i feel like they could have kind of just basically said we don't want you anymore you know what i mean like and 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 it's not even so much that the colts don't want him it's just that like you said they don't think that he 
he should get this money. And I and as we talked about, even when we did the full episode on this, I said, I'm down to pay JT, but uh, and, but we can throw some incentives and all that stuff in there with it. You know, like let's let's throw incentives in there. Let's make it worthwhile well, because. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, no, I was going to say just because we know when he was on the field, when I think we're like 13, three and one, when he has over 100 yards, for us, our records significantly change when he's getting 100 yards versus not getting 100 yards. So it shows that we need him on the field. You know what I mean? And I know someone else can get back there and 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 tear it up for or Zach Moss, can get back there and do something special. But are we going to have defenses crowding the boxes heavy with Zach Moss and Anthony Richardson? Or they're going to be crowded much heavier with Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson back there, you know? So, yeah, I, they I think about like that. Definitely keep de uh, defenses honest. But another thing going against Jonathan Taylor, which I think would have been different, uh, I, I think these contract talks would have been different if this didn't happen. But his, his ankle mm -hmm. caused him a lot of issues last season. I mean, he was in and out, in and out, obviously needed surgery. So, you know, if he would have topped that year last year and from 2021 into 2022, or if he would have just been healthy, still got like his, you know, 13, 1400 yards, I think we'd be having a different conversation here. You know, he would have still been playing at a high level. There would be no injury concerns. Maybe he would have got, you know, a, a Nick Chubb type of deal, like a three year, you know, semi guaranteed deal. But I think coming off ankle surgery, you know, I think they pumped the brakes a little and said, hey, he's still got one year left. I mean, why even give him an offer? We, we can see what he does this year. That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't really know. I, I know players, you know, entering their contract year, they do want an extension. And, you know, a lot of star players do get them. Like, you know, the quarterbacks will get them. Maybe a, the extremely uh, talented uh, interior defender or edge rusher will get them. You know, more valued positions. but. You know, when it comes to the running back, they're they're going to wait it out because you know, I I can I can draft an Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round and and still do damage on the field essentially. So I uh, I, I hate looking at this like from a business perspective, but I think we have to break it down so all the fans, Colts Nation, will understand what's going on. But this doesn't change what I you know like morally believe I, I think they should pay the running back i wish especially in our position we got anthony richardson on a rookie qb deal He's exactly not, well like we don't have a lot of players too many eating up the salary cap like jonathan taylor can fit into the scenario it's not like we we get big players anyway we make a splash signing so you have the money available mm -hmm. you just don't want to allocate it to that position and i that that's where we're we're at a standoff at and I I've accepted it. I just still want to see JT out there, you know, a year down the road, three years down the road. Like he's 24. He's 24. So that's all yeah. I'll say, man. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you're right. And I mean, and, and I know you're talking about productivity for these other running backs. I mean, even edge, once he, once he got shipped off, he is still putting up big numbers for the first couple of years afterwards. We talk about LaDainian Thompson. I know that's an anomaly as well, but that's just another one who continued over and over and over to, to, to can get better. And I think JT has the ability to drive and the, the will to want to get better. I think that he is not a selfish. Well, and it doesn't. It doesn't. You can't say this now because it looks like he's a selfish person right now. But I think historically, though, he's not a selfish, like cocky person. He just wants to be, you know, what's best for the team. So I think that he 
he has all the right intentions. It's just going out. This is all playing out in such a such a crappy way that you hate to see it. Um, and I know that you you know you brought up the Isaiah Pacheco uh, reference. I I and and I haven't seen Shane Syke in, in this offense yet, so I'm still super curious to see how it'll be. Of course, come game day, but I do think that it's like again we have to remember. Even with Pacheco back there, they got Mahomes at running back or at quarterback. You know, they have like an elite, elite, elite level person. Travis Anthony Richardson Kelsey. is, yeah, Travis Kelsey. Richardson's not going to come out there looking like Mahomes. Where Mo Ali or not Mo Ali Cox, but Jelani, well, Jelani, Mo, Grandson, Ogletree, any of them, they're not going to come out there like Travis Kelsey. You know what I mean? So I do agree. I think that like you can have anybody back there, or you can have a lot of different people, not anybody, but you can have a lot of different people back there and be successful. But at the same time, I also think we have to face the fact of some of these elite teams we see at these highest level, they have so many other weapons around them, too. You know, you think that someone's worried about Michael Pittman Jr. the same way they worried about Travis Kelsey? Don't think so. I don't think so. You know what I mean? So I, I we got to be honest here. Uh, so I, I think that it's it's uh, it will be a disservice to not credit Jonathan Taylor for what he's done for this organization and, and just to think that he deserves he deserves the money. I know that the running back said, like you said, Eric, it is a business. But more morally, I think that he he should get what he should get because he's done nothing. I agree. Um, I it's just yeah, I got to look at it from both both sides because absolutely you know, we're, we we got a podcast to run. Um, so don't get it twisted, guys. I do want Jonathan Taylor here, but I I see the other side, mm-hmm. and I understand. You know why it's like that. Um, I don't agree with it. I just I understand. But one last example, Adrian Peterson is probably, you know, because I'm only 30 years old. He's probably one of the best running backs I've ever seen dominate the game with my with my eyes, you know, being alive. And look, he don't have a Super Bowl ring. But he got all these records, you know, most rushing yards in the game. That man had 296 rushing yards in one game. That's scary. Imagine having that on your fantasy team. (laughs) (laughs) You would have won that week with just him. But, I mean, he's been uh, all pro. He he was MVP one year. Still don't have a ring to to his name, which sucks. And he's he was built different. Like, the way he ran at his side, like he was six one, like it, it was crazy. But it, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's just mm-hmm. like I, I wish they could mend, mend, mend this and and not have a burning bridge going on. But this, this is where we are as as Colts fans. This, this is what we gotta, we gotta see. Um, we'll see what happens in the coming days, right? Oh yeah, we will. Yeah. Still excited for cold season, man. Sucks, but we're still excited. Football's back. Yeah. Can't wait to cover some more training camp in the next few days. We'll keep an eye on this Jonathan Taylor situation. But, everyone, that's going to be it. Thank you for listening to the Colts Cast. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. <laughs>